So there I was in Torin Mill at 5.30 a.m. server time. It was a Saturday morning, and does anyone know a good time to bring out your alt and get to those quests that you can't normally do any other time because there's too many other people running around after the same thing. So there I am, happily questing with my alt, when lo and behold, a level 70 night elf shows up and begins killing all NPCs, including my quest giver. But oh no, this night elf could not be by himself level 70, because heavens knows that the torn mill of town folk, all level 30 that they are, and the level 35 guards, non-elite they are, that would be able to withstand him. So he had a rogue friend from the same guild tag along, and the two of them promptly and swiftly destroyed everything in Torin Mill. And I would like to point out their names. So allow me to give a big call out to Kairu and let me see if I'm going to be able to pronounce this correctly. Nomand Luna figures their alliance, right? With names like those. Both from the AFK Guild on the Mandaron server. Auntie Ed is giving a big call out to you too. And I would just like to say how proud you must be to be Alliance. To be beating up on characters 40 levels under you. Oh, brave Alliance that you are. Bravo. Give yourselves a hand, and thank you for proving why Alliance are, well, what you are. Why don't you go to the starting area on the Horde side and go beat up on some level 1s? That might be more your speed, perhaps. You know, if the 30s are, are really getting to you, you should probably aim lower, because that's what Alliance is. They're just low. And you are listening to... Episode 1, welcome. Thank you for listening. So what do you think of that little story I just told? It's a true story. Absolutely true. Didn't elaborate or, or anything. But when it comes to alliance, you really don't have to elaborate because the ludicrous and the sheer annoyance is absolutely 100% true. They are, in fact, I'll be kind, I'll say jerks. But please substitute whatever curse word you want in in place of jerks there. So yes, I'm sure you also have a situation that you've been in where Alliance have done pretty much what I've said, or you've seen them do it. Crossroads, Lord knows, Crossroads has seen enough action lately, at least on my server. They haven't gotten bored of that yet. And it's so frustrating. I'm sure there are many higher levels out there who I know when the call goes out, you know, Crossroads is under attack. You kind of just roll your eyes and you're so tired. You don't want, I'm in the middle of a quest. I don't want to go and deal with these putzes. 
come on. But I know that is such a pain to have that in your face, especially when you have a little level 12 looking up at you with those big eyes of theirs that you have at level 12 going, please help, they're killing everything. And you feel obligated. And I know you should run over and, and just kick their ass because they so deserve it. They absolutely deserve to have their asses kicked. So I really put out the call to to all the higher levels out there that if the call goes out on the crossroads, on Torn Mill, if you're around and you're in, I, I really, really strongly encourage you to respond. The Alliance comes in and they just run all over the place. And all you got are these poor guys just trying to do their quests and they're killing quest givers and they're killing vendors. They're killing everybody. So I really strongly encourage you to get in there and just kick their ass. Just kick them out. Because that's what they deserve. They deserve a good ass kicking. Because they're too full of themselves. They think the game belongs to them. I really have an issue with the lines. Have you noticed? I hope you do too. Call, let us know. I was going to say call in. Right. Like you can, this is a podcast. You're going to call in. But let us know. I want to hear from you. I want to hear how much you can't stand the other side and what we can do about that and how we can show them that we rule and they suck. Notice, by the way, they're attacking Crossroads and Torrid Mill, the lower level little midway little starting areas where there are nothing but between level 10 and 20s in there doing their quest. If they do hit any city which I'll get to in a minute. But if they do hit a city, it's usually through the back door, which leads me to Blizzard and their bias, their blatant bias of Horde versus Alliance. We all know on the Horde side that they favor Alliance viciously. It's in quests, it's in racials. They favor them so bad. And yet another way that they favor Alliance is if you look at Orgamar, Undercity, Thunderbluff, the three hotspots, all three on the Horde side have a front door and a back door. If you look at any of the Alliance cities, Stormwind, uh, St- I don't even know what the heck, what is it? Stormguard, Stormwind, Storm, I don't even care. There's that, there's Iron Forge, and then there's a little dinky elf city that nobody cares about anyway, so we won't even bring it up. But the two major ones, Iron Forge and the other one, I have one front door, heavily, heavily guarded front door. Horde? two doors. They can sneak in through the back of a not-so-heavily guarded city. I have noticed, and maybe I'm wrong with that assumption, I've only seen a front door on both the two real major cities of the Alliance. A front door heavily guarded. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is a back door, and I'm not aware of it. If there is, please let me know. I've only seen a front door, and I think that's really biased because it makes it harder, of course, for Horde to go and attack, naturally. The Alliance have a way easier time. They can just sneak on through the back door, which they usually do, because that's not so heavily guarded. But I was going to say, I have noticed on, uh, I almost said Tor and Mill, in Thunderbluff, I have never seen an Alliance raid on Thunderbluff, and I guarantee you it's the elevators. One, they probably can't figure out how an elevator works, is the first thing. And the second thing is, really doesn't lend itself for a sneak attack, I suppose. Go in there and you got the elevator, okay, going up. You can only put so many on them at a time, so it really, and plus then you got that narrow little walkway you gotta go down at risk falling over and dying on your way down. Yeah, I've yet to see an attack on, on Thunderbluff. If anyone has instant, uh, by the way, please let me know, because I'd love to hear how that went. It'd be, I think, really fun 
if they ever tried it because you'd just love to see them fall off the damn thing, off the plank. But anyway, enough of hoping for a lion's falling off the plank at Thunder Bluff. That's uh, Blizzard's biased, I think, heavily. We'll get into that in later episodes in different aspects of just how biased they are and how we, despite that, keep coming back for more. I don't know why either, but we do. We, we come back to World of Warcraft because it's fun, or it's supposed to be fun anyway. Sometimes it doesn't feel too fun. It feels really frustrating, <laughs> but it can be fun. Uh, and we are Horde, and we rule. Damn it. And now, since I've gone on for about 10-15 minutes on my opinion of Alliance and of Blizzard and how they treat Alliance and what I think of Alliance, as I think I've made that pretty clear, we're going to take a small break, because I think this is a music station, a radio station, and give you guys a chance to kind of catch your breath and recoup, and uh, we'll be back. Citizen 6 with Arrival. I like that song. Going to read to you now from one of the many tips. I don't know how many of you get these or have turned them off. I like looking at them because they make me laugh like this one did. The little tips you get at the startup screen of World of Warcraft. And this, this had to be 
my absolute favorite. There are others that are my favorite, but this one ranked. It said, if you are lost trying to complete a quest, the quest log will often tell you what to do next. How many of you can find what's wrong with that sentence? The quest log will tell you what to do next. No, Thoughtbot will tell you what to do next. Well, Wiki will tell you what to do next. Alakazam, and I'm sure there's a dozen others. Those are my three that I use. There's, a, I'm sure, tons of others that'll tell you what to do next. But <laughs> the quest log isn't one of them. The quest log is not going to tell you what to do next. In fact, I find that the quest logs get you lost. And, and who hasn't run into the famous position of the quest sending you off in the wrong direction? Because Blizzard's directions suck. In short, anyone knows it. I will say I was very proud of myself. I made it up to level 70 and did not have a coordinate program. Can you believe it? I deliberately did not. I tortured myself and I was lazy, but I deliberately did not have a coordinate program in there. I muddled through, don't ask me how, finding these quests, but thank God for ThoughtBot because... Well, most of them on ThoughtBot, the, the cords are 54 and 32. That doesn't help. When you have no cord program, it does not help. You, you want directions. You know, turn left at that tree, go five paces to the big rock, turn right. You want that. At the big totem is where you want to go up the hill. So I know for people without cord programs, this is, it's really annoying trying to find yourself around, but I did it. I did it up till 70 and then I cracked under the pressure of the Outlands and some of these areas because there is no way I'm going to blindly wander around in those areas trying to find said quest dude uh, and get my butt beat in the process of it. So I buckled and I got a cord program uh, add-on and don't know how I lived without it. It's very handy, I will say that. But yes, I do love how the quest log will often tell you what to do next. Sure it will. Of course. Right. Anyway, if you have any uh, suggestions or have run across any of these fabulous tips that you want to share with us, please let me know. Our, uh, we'll be repeating this again, but our email address is fthradio at gmail.com. That stands for For the Horde Radio at gmail.com so please any uh, fun things you have noticed yourself such as that that you'd like to comment upon any alliance situations you've come across that you want to bring to light so we may all bask in your wisdom and point fingers where they need to be pointed if you do by the way please include names and I know that's hard because you can't like tag them on a friends list or even an ignore list you can't tag them on your list you have to like sit down with pen and paper and jot their names down or something but if you can please get me their name get me their guild if they have one and their server so we can appropriately point out to the world just who they are what they did and let everyone just share in the joy that would be great if you could also if you ever if uh we have a segment on the show because i just thought of it uh it's going to be the butt cheek of the week award that we will give out in fact it's our first show That's it. We're going to make it an official segment of this show. So are you ready? Okay, here we go. And now it's time for... 
spreadsheet of the week. There we go. Now it's official. Now we have an official segue into this section. And you were here. You witnessed it. Anyone else, you know, ask me about it. You could say you heard it. You were here. You know all about it. Anyway, this is for either side, preferably alliance, but but either side, that you have seen them do something utterly stupid or ridiculous or something that you just, you, you saw it happen and you said, oh my God, I've got to tell everybody this story. And I have one myself. Fortunately, it happened many months ago and I did not get the guy's name which I'm so upset about, but it's a good story, even without the guy's name. This was when my alt, my little alt, was about level 22, and this was about a 26 night elf. What is it with night elves? This was about a level 26 night elf, and I was making the trek from the crossroads to go heading towards Ashenvale to Splinter Tree Post. Long run you got to do, especially at 22 when you have no mount. You hate yourself for not having a mount. So I'm running. And this 26-level night elf comes running up alongside of me and starts with the laughing and the emoting and you know, makes rude gesture at you and picks his nose or farts or whatever brilliant retorts that the Alliance do. And I'm ignoring this kid. I'm, I'm just ignoring this person. And I'm minding my own business. And I'm running towards Splinter Tree. This night elf was so busy with his emotes that he didn't realize when I ran into the Horde outpost on the edge between the Barons and Ashenvale. And he ran right into him. I could have laughed. Oh, okay, I did laugh. I'll admit it. I laughed heartily over here behind my keyboard. I laughed really hard. But in game, I was smooth. I didn't do anything. I, I did, however, jump up and down on his dead body because uh, the guards killed him. Because he was just too busy picking on me to notice where the hell he was going. And I really hope he's listening. Or she, for all I know. And this person is beat red at that utter stupid, stupid mistake. So that person for our first episode, whoever you are, that 26 night elf is our butt cheek of the week. And again, if you know anybody, again, preferably Alliance, but if it's Horde, so be it. Because, you know, some people do some really stupid things that you just, you saw this and said, I have got to tell everybody. Please let us know and we will tell everyone for you. We'll be happy to do it. And if you want to keep names quiet or whatever, because they're your friend or something, that's fine too. Just let us know. We'll, we'll be kind to the Horde side only. To Alliance, no. So please let us know who your butt cheek of the week is. And we will shout it out. And I just reminded myself of something. That we are going to have shout outs. We're not just going to have shout outs that are, you know, to my guild and my buddy. And that's all cool and well. And, and I encourage you to please send in your shout outs to your friends and guild. And, well, anyone you want, really. But also... To remember those players who lend you a hand when you don't expect it, who go out of their way and offer that little bit of kindness to you and you're being surrounded by a mob of ten things because you aggroed really badly. They swoop in like Superman, help you from getting your butt kicked royally, help you from having to run back to your body, and they, they just do it because they're passing by, because they're a nice person. I think we need to show a little more appreciation for these people and start taking note because that's what makes the game fun. That's what makes it enjoyable are people like this. And I actually, I have a shout out. And in fact, here, another first, and you're here for it. 
We're going to make it official again. So, you ready? It is now time for... Shoutout. Yes, it is official. Shoutouts. Not to be confused, by the way, with callouts. Totally different thing. See, here's the difference here. Take a listen. Shoutout. That's shoutout. Callout. And that's callout. Shoutout's good. Callout's bad. Just remember that. Callouts are to those people who we don't like, like alliance. Pretty much all alliance. But anyway, this is shoutout time. And I would like to give a shoutout to, and I hope I say your name right, Giantiant from the Army of Archangels Guild on the Mandaron server. And you get a big shout-out for helping out Auntie Ed's nephew in a quest uh, that he was doing. So, big shout-out to you, and thank you. That that was really awesome of you. Good for you. And please let us know of other players, like our friend Gian Tiant, who you want to appreciate and let everyone know, hey, this is a good person. And now we're going to take another break in our ranting. And discuss well not ranting discussion that's what we were having we were having a discussion albeit a one-way discussion but still a discussion but we're going to take a break so sit back relax and we'll catch you on the flip side My secret lair on Skull Crusher Mountain. I hope that you've enjoyed your stay so far. I see you met my assistant Scarface. His appearance is quite disturbing, but I assure you he's harmless enough. He's a sweetheart, calls me master, and he has a way of finding pretty things. Ignites 
Just so beautiful. I'm wiping a tear away. And that was, of course, Jonathan Colton with Skull Crusher Mountain. And if you haven't heard any of his music before, I highly suggest you go to his website at www.jonathancolton.com. Very talented person. I was going to say young man, but I, I really have no idea if he's a young man or not. So that's why I hesitated there. Anyway, welcome back. And now I'd like to say a couple of words about beggars. 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 Dun, dun, dun. Beggars. I'd like to know. I'm really curious because I can't do this. How beggars can walk up to a total stranger and say, can I have some gold? Or whisper it. That's always my favorite when they whisper it to you. But some are just blatantly outright. They shout it. They demand it. They want it. Give me some gold so I can buy a sword! Or whatever. They scream it in open chat. Like that's going to make people just cough up their money to you. That always amuses me. But I can't figure out how you could... I would never. And I'm, there's got to be other people out there with the same hesitation. Would never go up to a total stranger and say, Give me something in real life or in a virtual world it just no the great thing about world of warcraft one of the great things about world of warcraft is everyone starts at zero you start a character and they have you know yodel pants and a stick they have absolutely nothing and they have zero on that dollar amount zero copper they got squat and you know what Every single person you see in-game started out with zero. What makes you think their hard work, that, that you don't have to do it? That all the grinding and selling and all this back and forth that people do, and you just, eh, I don't have to, I'm too, what, you're lazy? I don't understand, but yes, I'm sure it drives a lot of people nuts. 
It drove uh, a gentleman by the name of, uh, I believe his name is Brandon Dennis, insane enough to make a video about it. If you haven't seen this, this is another thing I highly recommend you see. Professor Evil Kills All Beggars, which was brilliant and just wonderful. And it's got to drive people insane. It drives me insane. I hate it. And don't target 70s. What makes you think a 70 has any money? I got news for you. 70s have no money. We're broke. Anyone who's 70 can attest to this. We are broke. You have no idea what it costs just to maintain at 70 between the cost of, you know, water, food, ammunition, if you have arrows or bullets or knives or whatever your ammo is, repair bills. Lord help you if you got anything over greens. And greens alone will cost you a pretty penny if you bang them around long enough. You, it's very pricey at 70. What makes you think we have any money? We have no money. We're bro- we, You probably have more money than we do. Don't ask. Don't assume 70s have money. Also, don't assume 70s know everything. I had this happen to me very recently. I was in Thunder Bluff, minding my own business, because I hate going to Orgamar because that's where I get hit up the most when I'm on my main. She gets hit up very hard for money, time. That's my other favorite thing. You get a little level 15 saying, can you run me through RFC? Because that's why you're there, apparently, just to run people through these things. Guess what? I didn't do RFC until I was like 24 by myself because there was never a group going or if there was, it was a bunch of yahoos going that couldn't find, never mind what they couldn't find with both hands. But no, they just, you don't want someone to run you through. You want someone to do the instance. When you ask a high level like that, can you run me through? What you're essentially saying is do it for me. And that, in my view, is not fair. I don't care what side you're on for this. I don't care if you're Horde or Alliance on this one. This goes across the board. Do it. Find a group of people your own age, or level rather, and do it yourself. Some of us have, some of us, I went through a lot of my main's experience in her little life without doing instances because I didn't want a group with a bunch of yahoos and it wasn't worth it to me. I wouldn't, again, one of these things, I would never approach a higher level and say, do this for me. Because what are you going to do? You're level 15. What assistance are you going to give a level 70 or 60 or 50 or whatever? What what brilliant assistance do you want to give? No, you want to stand behind them and let them do everything. And you just collect the loot and do your quests without any effort. That drives me nuts. Do it yourself. Get your own money yourself. But I got sidetracked. In Thunder Bluff, and this druid starts whispering to me, can a druid use two swords? And my response back was... Um, well, if you have dual wield, it's my experience that if you have dual wield, you can use swords and two swords or two axes or whatever your class lets you have. And the next whisper I get back is, well, don't you know? Like, this is osmosis. I'm supposed to know this. My response was a polite, I've never been a druid. No, I don't know. Well, why not? Came the answer. I swear. Well, why not? Why not? Because I've never been a druid. That's why. Because I went to... Actually, I have been a druid. I just never got him past level 12, I think. Because I got into bear stage and went, <laughs> that's cool, and moved on. You're not... I don't know where this osmosis is supposed to happen, where at 70, you become empowered and know everything. But apparently, that is the misconception. Well, we do know quite a lot, you know, just by doing it. By the way, let me stress, doing it... 
and not having someone do it for us. Ugh, drives me nuts. Beggars and people who don't want to quest on their own or want someone to do it for them. I can understand you asking a bunch of other people your level, hey, you want to go to a group together and go do it? But it's way different when you ask a high level because you want them to do it. Never mind, I went over this. Anyway, so that is my gripe. You know what else is my gripe? And again, this is across the board. If you buy gold from these gold farmers, you suck. And I don't care whose side you're on again. If you're Horde or Alliance or whoever, you suck. Don't buy gold. You totally ruin. First thing, you, you clog the servers. And don't say, oh, no, yes, you do. You clog the servers with non-player characters. You clog them with bots doing the farming. And you throw the economy, oh, my God, what you throw the economy into. And it's really sad that people have, why do you play the game? I don't understand. Half the fun, in my view, of playing the game is to do the quest, to do however tedious it is, some of the grinding that you do, make the knit a sweater or do an enchant or whatever your profession is, sell it, make the money yourself so you can go buy what you want. So you could say, ooh, now I can afford this piece of armor, this weapon, this mount. Granted, I will give you the elite flying mount cost is ridiculous. 5,000 gold? Uh, that is pricey. Considering how it kind of goes up the ladder a little bit, 5,000 gold? Oy. But it's doable. It can be done. People have done it. And I'm hoping they've done it legitimately. They, It can be done. I got my elite riding mount, not the flying mount. I'm not even close to getting there yet. But I've got the elite riding mount, and you know what it took? It took six months. This was pre-expansion, so it took six months of grinding yetis for six months of yetis. And the reason I did yetis was because they dropped money, and I could skin them. That was what qualified the yetis for my genocide of them, because they, they qualified. They had money and skins. Very few creatures in Azeroth who have both those qualifications. And I did that for six months. And this was back when elite riding mounts cost a thousand gold. They've gone down. I heard they went down since the expansion and I kicked myself because I got mine right before expansion hit. And I paid 900 gold for my elite riding mount. And I hear they're down to like 600 or 500. So I'm kicking myself like, oi, great. If only I had known, if only I had waited. So it took grinding. And this was before quests paid you off. I'm sure there are a lot of people who remember when you capped at 60, your quest, if it, the dumb thing paid 50 silver when you were 59, guess what? When you capped at 60, it still paid 50 silver. They did not translate experience points into money, which was brilliant, by the way. And thank goodness, because, oh my God. But that didn't happen for a long time. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who remember that. The quest did not trans... Experience that you would have gotten had you not been capped did not translate into money. This is why, of course, you know, I'm sure... The, this is why the expansion is full of so much capped material that you can just go nuts with. And it pays, which is the best part. So, yes, it does pay. And, yes, an elite flying mount is doable at five grand though i say that's really pricey two grand would have been a little better five grand fine 
But I, I've never heard, and this is the other thing, I don't know, maybe you have. I've never heard of the higher levels walking around going, can I have some gold? I want to leave flying mount. Can I have some gold? 40s I've heard it do for their mounts. I've heard 40s do it. When they hit 40, they want that mount so bad. And they go running around with the hat out going, give me some gold. You know it's going to happen when you hit 40. This is not a secret. Everyone knows when you hit 40, you are now eligible to get a mount. Save for it. Start when you're 30. I did that on my alt. He started saving for it. You know what else he started doing? He started saving for his armor switch. Because a lot of classes have that armor upgrade when you hit 40. You go from male to plate. You go from leather to male. You have an upgrade, which is great. But it costs because you now have to get a whole new outfit that preferably matches and you look good in it because as billy crystal said it is better to look good than to feel good and that's true because you don't want to look like a doofus running around it's very important to look like you know you mean business which is why between 30 uh 20 and 30 no actually even before 20 somewhere in your teens you get into the mama dresses me funny stage is what i call it where nothing matches you look absolutely ridiculous and I don't care what class you are you look ridiculous try as you do nothing matches it's got good stats good armor good bonuses everything you need but it looks so stupid which is why I'm very glad they allow you at least to hide your helm and cloak but I wish they gave you the option for a couple other things because sometimes you just look too silly for words and people laugh at you behind your back you don't think they are but no they are they're laughing at you behind your back when you when you look like that and they know because they've been there too you reach a point in your 30s where you start matching everything starts looking good and you're looking good and you got a helm by the 30s you got a helm and you got one of them long cloaks you don't have the bibs that they make you wear for the longest time the stupid bib that's what i call it that like hangs around your neck it's got you know 20 armor but it's a bib looks stupid and you get boots that don't look like you know knee highs and you're looking good and then that phase kind of goes out if you got to switch armor if you hit 40 and you have an armor switch you have to get new armor because you have to that's not a question of well you don't have yes you do you have to and you do kind of have that phase again where you're looking a little silly not as silly but pretty silly so yes we all have to do it we all have to save we all have to buy things stop begging stop buying gold if you are that don't do that because that is just so why play the game in my view why even bother playing the stupid game at this point it does it's mind-boggling to me i don't understand it i don't understand it maybe one of you out there could explain it to me but the only thing i could think of is i'm lazy that's the answer is the people don't want to do it because they are lazy Stop begging, stop buying gold, stop harassing high levels, please, because however much some will, maybe some are know everything, but God knows I don't, and I don't want to know everything. It's fun to find things out. Check out ThoughtBot. ThoughtBot is my favorite. I love ThoughtBot. The almighty thought, as I call it. It's one of my favorite. It has the answers to all questions. Well, and if it doesn't, somebody else does. Well, Wiki does. Somebody has got to have the answer. Stop it. <laughs> Stop bothering poor 70s. They're just trying to do their thing and go back to Outlands and get their, you know, butts beat by big monsters some more. Leave the 70s alone. Well, that's about going to wrap it up for this week's episode of For the Horde Radio. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, ideas, 
Any people you want to point out, please do so and send those to FTHradio at gmail.com. That is FTHradio at gmail.com. And we will get that out next show, which should be in about oh, two weeks, roughly, give or take a day or so. Trip as many alliances as you can. That will be something we will talk about in our next show. Things that we want to do in-game, great ideas you have that you want to see implemented in the game, but that aren't and probably will never be because Blizzard won't do it. But things you want to see, I want to hear it. Let me know. Thank you for listening to the first episode, the first exciting, heart-wrenching, edge-of-your-seat episode of... Horror, horror radio.